0: everyone welcome to the glorio chat the best anime podcast on the internet i regret to inform everyone our kickstarter for the glorio tube has been canceled for reasons i can't legally discuss who could have seen this coming but uh i did want to mention our new project we're going to be uh doing a s- stage play
1: oh oh really ah. <laughs> yes
0: it's good I, I can't announce too many details yet, but it will be based on a popular children's anime. And uh, you know, I may have some uh, controversial political views—some oh, extremely wow.
2: right-wing political views—that you wish to inject into this children's stage play. Yeah, yeah. Are this you
1: is... telling me that a, a yes, a stage play based on a children's show is the perfect vector in which to communicate <laughs> oh, one's political ideologies? Old.
3: Children's There's plenty show. of common writer stage shows, folks.
0: I mean. <laughs> Uh, this is another joke that's going to age great. It's actually probably it's already uh... already aged out. It's nobody wants to talk about be real. Whatever, man. This is the most mainstream Digimon has been in,
2: let's say, twenty years. Yeah. If, any- <laughs> if anybody doesn't know
0: what we're talking about, is the-, the the Digimon Tamers twentieth anniversary stage play, I guess that they yeah, did a-, a live script reading in which the uh, the r- writer decided to make uh cancel culture and political correctness like personified as the villains of uh amongst other things injected into there uh... it's just so sad you know like this crazy old man like
2: only has this fucking children's tv show script to express his political opinions through you know it's it's just uh it's really something put it that way
1: it, it continues to be the thing of like largely you know like like influential like member of the media complains about cancel culture but still managed to get his message included in a like live stage reading that was broadcast to you know probably thousands of people and
2: which a bunch of people paid money to attend in person in these times think about right. that for a so second it's like
1: like you know most of the people who complained about you know, cancel culture are rarely ever actually getting canceled and, in fact, are often getting book deals out of the whole affair, so...
2: Well, let's put it this way. Uh, it may be a reason why Chiaki J. Kanaka, the writer in question, has not worked on anything for, let's say, quite
0: a few years now, yeah. so... Uh, and it's worth know. pointing out he's done other pretty well-known works yeah. besides Digimon I Timbers. Mean, I he's... mean, I, I
2: I would say Serial Experimental Lane is he's. Right. stand out work.
1: Right, really. and as a Mecha fan over here, I'm just, like, grieving the reality of this man being responsible for Big O, which, uh... I know.
2: mean, like, <laughs> I, I think it's fair to say that most of the grieving happened when Big O Season 2 happened, so, you
1: know... Uh, parts of Season 2 were decent. <laughs> I think that, like, they did something... We can't get into this now, because we don't have <laughs> yeah. time for it, but I, I... There are aspects of Season 2 that I do like, but I get where you're coming from.
0: Well, um, anyway, uh... Yeah, I think I, I got nothing else on that joke. I don't know. it's incredibly funny. Yes, I mean, it, as it, we
1: were discussing before recording, it is like incredibly ironic and tragic that the man who literally wrote a story about the dangers of being too online for your own good would end up being the the person who. You know, is out there espousing you know absurd conspiracy theories right. and 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 right wing talking points. Yeah, right. I mean, I like there were
0: other there were other signs before this that he yes. he, into he this. literally he, he was he, always he a conspiracy. Right. No, right. I
1: mean, it's more that like he literally lived long enough to see
2: himself become the villain.
1: Like, right. yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, wow. I I will just say what I said on Twitter, which is uh, Kanaka was a notable fan of the Cthulhu mythos and. He finally achieved his dream. He became H.P. Lovecraft himself, complete with extremely dubious personal politics. So <laughs> you know.
0: All right. Anyway, let's let's let that die and move on with our lives. Hi everyone. Let's start over. Reboot here. Uh, we're going to talk about some anime. Uh, we're we're almost halfway through the season already. The summer season. Yeah, but, we're uh, to season. episode six of stuff already. Yeah, we're 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 still talking about things. I don't know how I would gauge my enjoyment level of, but uh, we're still talking about things. So, uh, you know, we I think we have enough shows left, and you know, we'll talk a little bit about the backlog things that we've been hinting at as well. So, uh, let's uh, let's get into it and introduce everybody. I'm Jell. I am joined by Iro.
3: I'm still here. I'm not hmm. dead yet.
0: Still with us, uh, joined by uh, G.
3: What's good, everybody?
0: And uh, we're joined by Zig.
2: Hello, hello. Last time I wasn't here because I was watching England do what they do best:
0: lose. <laughs> oh yes. More... Well, now that's
1: old news. Like we're joking about. Oh yeah, like... that's ancient
2: history. We, you we, know, we, we, we England made has a... lost in a magnificent variety of other ways since then. <laughs>
0: yeah, we we made a joke about that last time already. Being another one already being uh, not relevant by the time we. Uh... Right. <laughs> I mean, if you but... like, if you just say the words out loud, the tremendous English
1: boondoggle. It's like, well, which, which one? one? <laughs> yes. yes, the
3: United States of America. Uh, <laughs>
0: all true. right let's uh i mean that's this, this we're, we're so, we've gone so far off the rails already yeah um, we're taking
1: at swings at things that aren't even remotely anime related so yes let,
0: let let's uh let's get back around to some anime things we're, we're still watching here and let's let's talk about to your eternity
1: uh the adventures of fushi on crime island <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: is it is it like is it just me like is it is, is there something wrong with me or like i i do not like this <laughs> no i think no it's, think, it's think bad it's,
1: no okay no that's not true i i think the issue i think in some regards is i think i don't know Iro, maybe you can like back me up here is that i think a lot of to your trinity style of storytelling maybe just isn't that well suited for like the animated format
3: Right, like we I think kind a lot of, spoke of the about this last podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, like I think a lot of the ways in which it's paced and like, and the way in which characters introduce themselves and speak is just like, I think it's just better suited for a page to page format. I think when it is taken to anime form, and, and, and you know, and, and I, I think a good, I, I don't think there's no no such thing as something that is completely unadaptable, but I think that certain works require require a more deft hand or a more a <laughs> uh, competent execution, and yeah. Unfortunately, you know, Brain's base is uh, not really Falling getting it fast. done yeah. on the adaptation side of things, and I think that is why maybe some, because because I do think that there are many things that you know. Look, Crime Island is um, uh, it, it's it's it. There are aspects of this arc that even in the manga kind of feel like weird and incongruous based on like what you know your expectations are for To Your Eternity. But I do think that it finishes strong, and I do think that its introduction of, like, certain characters are important to the overall story that To Your Eternity is trying to tell, but it it definitely has its its pitfalls, and I think those pitfalls are only exacerbated by the Brains-based adaptation, which definitely is kind of stilted in some, like, pretty major areas. So
2: can I counter that by saying why I don't think It's the adaptation, even though I have not read the manga.
1: Yeah, by all means.
2: Okay, so my fundamental problem with this arc, and I'm gradually growing to understand that it's a fundamental problem with the way the show and the story is structured, I don't care about any of these people because they're just going to die. Hmm. Like, Hmm. that's that's being deliberately reductive, but... I don't see any path for these people to successfully not necessarily escape, but have their plot resolved by anything other than these people will die horribly and Fushi will learn a lesson about mortality, you know. And I think that was kind of a problem with the Gugu arc, and I think it's an even bigger problem here because there are more characters, which means they cannot be as focused on any individual character and therefore I care about them less sure so let
0: me let me just uh I'm gonna I'm gonna put a permutation on that where I I kind of get where you're coming from Zig I don't know if I would make that broad of a statement that I don't care about them at all because they're gonna die but I do feel like the way the show has been formatted to where we've introduced the knockers and that's the main plot now that some of the key characters are kind of reduced to shown in power ups for fushi instead of people <laughs> like 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 even the ones that are he currently has like they they're like it feels like that they're we're we're almost killing them off for the sake of powering up fushi because what the I can story see is demanding. Where coming from um, and it i feel does like kind of cheap in the the whole um thing for me i, I just in general because if we go back to the to, to the gugu arc i actually liked all the gugu arc up until the ending and that felt to me like the ideal or at least my ideal of what i felt like to your attorney was going to be where it was like fushi organically over time learning about humanity both good and bad in a in a like a you know I guess I was expecting it to be more of like a slow burn type of thing than you know, and and in that that was the one part of the story where we actually got like a gap of several years over time, right? Everything else has been kind of you know bang bang bang, um, and now it just feels like, like I said, it's almost like a shonen power-up thing (laughs) where he's got to... Where the focus is now, we must make Fushi stronger to fight the, uh, you know, fight the knockers. And then, you know, we get to this block of episodes ending with the return of Hayase. Everybody's favorite. As, as like, this cartoon villain now who is, like... I I just... So, I, I... I just it does not feel like the show I signed up for. Let's put it sure. that way. <laughs> Based on the
1: first episode, I understand. Arrow, you understand where I'm coming from. Where I feel like I'm like choking up my tongue here because like, I feel like yeah. I don't like, know what have, I can say greater, without revealing revealing right, my we have hand.
3: Context for the story, I guess. But I, I guess the thing a I will shitty say. Card to play, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I don't. Yes, I don't want to act like oh, just because we know what's happening, that justifies the feel. You know, the 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 the, the low points. Now, I guess the thing I will say is, I think your concerns about. The way the characters have been introduced, especially because March, March and Gugu are right after the right after each other, and they kind of mm. both follow a similar trajectory. I think that is an understandable concern. I will say, the conclusion of Crime Island. I know it has an actual name. I'm just, I just call it Crime <laughs> Island. Uh-huh. Um, it 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 does something's different. I will say this. Like it, this is the beginning of like a new status quo. Things mm-hmm. will change by the end of this arc. Uh, Fushi and his motivations will dramatically change, like after this arc, in some uh, pretty important ways. And, and I can definitely see that, like watching it in anime form, it kind of gets dragged out,
3: right? Like, like yeah, in hindsight, yeah. you know, you I, and I, yeah. you know, the,
1: the way we read manga, we probably like got through these three arcs in like two.
3: I, scenes mean, I was, or I was, I was reading it while it was coming out. So. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I read it a little bit later, but you know, you know what I mean, right? Of like. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> the nature of how one can like read manga can like in some ways like alleviate some issues with its pacing, and yeah, because I, I mean I we're
0: think, we're sixteen episodes in here. Like, right. if you're not if you're gonna play your hand, <laughs> I would hope you would play your hand yeah, somewhere fair, within the that, sixteen that episodes. <laughs> I will
1: say that I think this arc is important because it does introduce the idea of people or or a world as a whole beginning to recognize Fushi for what he is. You are beginning to see this right in terms of like. Yeah outsiders, third parties, are beginning to slowly internalize his rule sets. Like, this is no longer just, like, a one-off, like, phenomenon.
3: This is a thing that people are... are recognizing. Right, and Hayase, to... Hayase is able to recognize that by killing, uh, Perona, Fushi will take that her form. form. Yeah.
1: yeah, like, that's the thing, right? Like, like, Hayase specifically kills Perona because she knows that Fushi will be able
2: to take her form, right? That and, and has you... not been communicated very well up to this point
3: though he literally said that yeah
2: she says it but like i didn't i didn't necessarily get the intent that
0: that's why she did it you well
3: know? she literally looks the I mean, and says, I, I guess... like the uh, gift i gave you food yeah she
0: says that was my gift to you yeah right
1: I, like I mean, I, you think it's like i mean hayase mm-hmm. is like for better or worse very clearly trying to signal the like you know, obsessive yandere-style villain, like, antagonist, Mm -hmm. right, who is, like, uh, infatuated and obsessed with Fushi, and, like, so, like, you know, I I, I guess, you know, as a manga reader, maybe that it it just read more clearly, but but I do think, I think they did an okay job of communicating that, like, she is doing these villainous acts out of a very, very misguided um, Mm -hmm. obsession with Fushi, and... She's not the only character. Like, Tonari has kind of has not really played her hand yet either, but, you know, you will begin to see her as well also mm-hmm. beginning to internalize Fushi's quote-unquote rule sets and, like, how to uh, work with those. And I think that will, like, pay dividends in the future. I guess the question is, with only four episodes left, right? will they be able to pay off on that, uh, right. that Cause, check? Right, because, like, you and
3: I, <laughs> G, we, we look at the manga and go, this is where you end it, yes. and... Before the show started, we were like, "Oh yeah, twenty Definitely. episodes, they it can get to. it." Yeah, and then, but as we are now in the present, we look at it and you're like, "Can actually can they get there in the time allotted?" I begin Consider to grow in a little the pacing, concerned.
1: right? I, I almost begin to wonder if Two Your Eternity should have just been a two a two course show, because we are now rapidly approaching. Okay, you know, to not to spoil it, but we are rapidly approaching a uh, a a made in abyss Bondrood situation. Where there is an extremely thematically important like endpoint for in, in in which an anime could end, uh-huh. and it just simply does not have enough episodes to hit that, and you know then the worry becomes well then how will they decide to end it if not right. in the most thematically appropriate place? Yeah.
2: So can I can I respond to that response then? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so I think that the points you've made are good and they're encouraging. And, you know, as somebody who is obviously committed to seeing the show through to its end now, I think, you know, I'm happy to hear that, that they have an idea and a concept of where they're going. You know, I think that is is reassuring regarding the macro level look at the show. But I still think that there are issues with the micro level, which is namely, you know, there's a lot of characters... Most of them are not really very developed or likeable. And, like, I would say my favourite character at the moment is Pioran, who hasn't appeared much in, like, five or six episodes. You know, like, I don't really have a firm grasp on any of the island kids at all, except Main Girl, what's her name? Uh, Tanari. I really don't like her. Yeah, I don't really um, like her either. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, Tanari... Uh... She feels like she's she a, stepped sideways hustling. out of a completely different anime. And, you know, I I think... Like, I don't think that the character storytelling in the Goo arc was fantastic either, but I do think that they pulled it together for an excellent ending. You see, Joe, um, I'm the opposite. I actually didn't like most of the Goo Goo arc, but I thought the ending was really good. So you
0: well, know, we're, we're kind of on opposite I, ends there. I, I don't like the that they just decided to blow the whole thing up with the knockers and bring all that stuff in. Uh, it was a little abrupt. If you're going to go that route, I think they handled it well. But I don't think they in general they should have gone that route. Uh, you know, but his but how they actually handled it, I think was fine. Um, yeah,
2: and and just like you know, I think you know with Gugu, we we gained. An appreciation for him partially because we spent a lot of time in his company and you know I think his story was a, a little hackneyed because it is essentially just what if all the miserable shit in the world happened to one boy but <laughs> like but we we did grow affectionate to him you know and he's you know the ending where he sacrifices himself for the girl he loves is a genuinely heroic moment and you know I don't really feel that attachment to any of the characters currently even Fushi is kind of you know he's he's not he's still not articulate or nuanced enough for me to be really invested in his personal sure. arc so to oh, speak and so i, don't know, I think know he
1: finally wanted to kill someone oh, but so now he wants to yeah revenge. no that's an interesting <laughs> yeah. development he's you know here. that is an interesting development <laughs> um
2: you know? but he's still a little too childlike for me to sort of carry the burden of the show on his own shoulders and yeah you know i like i've got no fears that the show will be a disaster you know i think it will be good um but but there's something that's not quite clicking
0: yeah i mean that's 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 kind of where i'm at where like yeah i mean it's it's i'm not gonna say it's bad but like it feels like to me it is not hitting its ceiling or something, like, or this doesn't feel like the ideal version of what I think this show is going to be, and maybe that's just my personal opinion, but, like, it's, I, I, yeah, it just doesn't feel like the thing I was expecting it to be, but, um, as far as, I mean, I guess you guys know how it's going to wrap up, but, you know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what they could do really to like change my mind at this point. Because, like I said, we've we've gone <laughs> more a season and a half now. I,
2: I
1: think that's fair. <laughs> like, I, the, the last thing, I guess, I will say then is, if in, it does end, we're Ero, and I think it has to end. If it can somehow make it to that point,
3: mm-hmm.
1: just thinking about that part in the manga like fucks me up. Just thinking about it, like, yeah, there, yeah. there, there is a there is an emotional climax that i i hope they arrive at i really do because i think in some ways like it is like the emotional climax that that ero and i keep alluding to is almost feels like oh the manga could have just ended right there like it it feels like oh this is like as far as the the writer like originally plotted out because this is the perfect like culmination of the past three arcs um coming together Mm -hmm. and I guess it's just that the payoff was very I think that you know, I think of the adaptation can stick the landing. It's a very good emotional payoff. I guess the question that that continues to haunt your own eyes is just,
3: get there like Right. Can
1: they even get there? It's yeah. it's a little tight. They don't have that many episodes left, you know. Like we've well... we got four episodes left to conclude uh uh, Crime Island, and uh, at least one other small arc, and then yeah, I don't know Denu Ball that, uh, <laughs> I don't
0: know. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it's a little tough.
0: I, I guess so long as they don't pull a Promise Neverland, then it'll be fine. Oof it. <laughs> All right, we need to yeah, we, we need, need to move to. on. Um, oh boy, let's! You guys are still watching. D side trauma Some reason the animation. Sure. As
1: we are,
2: as somebody who only has experienced this show through your podcast updates, uh it has been very entertaining. Well, I got I good say. news for you,
1: Zig. <laughs> because the thing we're beginning to realize about D side trauma so last week we called it trashy persona. It still is uh, but... that it still is, and the thing that like makes it really trashy is like. Oh, this is a show like where you you it, it is the it is on the razor's edge between like, oh, this anime is genuinely trying to address real grievances about society and culture, and just using those grievances as the most like, gratuitous set dressing imaginable.
3: Yeah.
0: So, so what, was um, the, uh, what was the what was the after school special? Uh, this
1: Okay, movie? so oh. for these two episodes, the first oh of the God. two gets it's all into... coming back to me. Uh, rollerblade kid's backstory. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the little kid with the cool rollerblade, like, fighting ability. Ice skate. Ice skins. Uh, so it turns out that uh, he's got some problems in his home life. What a surprise. Uh huh, uh huh. Um, and it's that his mom has, like, an unspecified <laughs>
3: illness, unspecified suicidal depression. <laughs> yup. They, uh, uh, okay. they handle this with the subtlety of... Uh, a brick to the face. Yeah, of throwing a brick through your window with a note on it, it that says, says, Have you thought about suicide lately? <laughs> this problem that lots of uh, people are facing. And I'm like, yes, in fact, you're not helping. It's like... It's so much. The episode literally <laughs> opens with him like wrestling pills away from her like oh no god. i he was trying to wrestle pills into her because she wasn't taking her meds or... Was it that? i thought it was opposite oh you think she was trying to overdose yeah on, on
1: sleeping pills <laughs> oh my I god thought. okay you're
2: probably right
1: yeah yeah you
2: see it's a masterpiece of ambiguity
0: i don't <laughs> i don't think i i don't think either one of those is a great uh, oh <laughs> direction so, to go with that uh, but sure
1: and, and so like that's the reveal for like oh man aruto's got a tough home life right and like that's why he's like so standoffish and independent because, like, apparently his dad is still in the equation. His dad is just like. His dad is like so weirdly generic. Like, he's just a generic salary man. And he just like right. occasionally chimes in with, you know, thanks for taking care of mom, kid. Oh, Anyways, God. I gotta go to work. It's uh-huh. like, excuse me? Your wife just tried to stick her head under a fucking train track. Like, and you're just oh, here being like, well, I gotta go to work. Like,
3: <laughs> it's so. so so it's
1: Hammonded. all on. So it's all on Aruto to be the sole breadwinner of the house, take care of his mom, and like cook the meals, and, and also go fight monsters, But also go fight monsters. So he's like really stressed out because he has all this fucking like baggage on him, yeah. you know, and like.
0: So how do they punch uh, depression in the well, face? Well, so
1: the villain of that arc is a salary man with suicidal depression, and like. They tra- Wait,
2: so both the good guys and the bad guys have depression? I mean, points for realism, but come on. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Well, it's it's more like because it's the, it's the persona setup of like every week is a new like hapless victim, it's, right? Who gets like, like seduced emo- by the shadow powers, or right? Whatever.
3: And like it makes their emotions run out of control, which spawns the monsters. Yeah, in. yeah. Right. Like the monsters are powered by emotional
1: sure. discord.
3: By trauma um, ray.
1: Yeah. Yes. The trauma ray. <laughs> right. They They um, yell.
0: They yell. You're not me, and the monster comes. Yes, out. Right? Yes.
1: Yes. That's literally what it is. And and so they try to stop the salary man from killing himself because him his suicidal ideation is just feeding the monster of the week. And like again, this episode unbelievably trashy, extremely insensitive uh, a portrayal of depression. But then the dude says like straight up, like some line about how how deep down he doesn't even want to kill himself because that would take too much work. And it suddenly is, like, actually the realest fucking, like, Right, when he's, like... Statement about suicide that I've maybe ever heard in a piece right, of fiction. Right, it's like,
3: you know... It's not even that you want to kill us because it wouldn't just take too much energy. It's more like you just want to disappear instead. Right. And I'm like, well, yes, that is what it's like. This is not the show to try to examine this. No, no, it's trying to address in this way. in, like, 22 minutes. Right, but- and it's like, "Well, how about you stop by the cake box and gym and just punch the bags for a while?" And it's like, <laughs> "You have twenty right, minutes. You, you, you just, don't do so, this." And,
1: and, and that is the absurd thing about the show, right? It just occasionally has these like tiny glimpses into human behavior that are like surprisingly nuanced, but it, it they're packed in between just these utterly absurd, deeply insensitive portrayals of like human problems.
2: And so, I guess the question I have is. Which direction would you rather it go? Would you rather it actually try (laughs) and be about like sensitive, real human emotions, or would you just prefer that they cut that stuff and just go full trash all the time? Because there's there's value in being all trashy all the time. So
1: here's the thing. Here here is one conclusion I did arrive to answer your question, Zig, uh, about D. Side and the reason why I think we're still watching it Mm. is because Persona has never had a good anime adaptation. And I'm not saying that D side is good, but it is a an anime take on Persona that feels like it understands the medium it exists in. That I mean, it, it helps
2: that it is you know it is a story first rather than right. A video that game it, it first.
1: is a well. it is a it is a show that understands that it does not have twenty hours to develop a character. So it is going to operate in the absolute broadest like yes. characterization swaths. And
3: the next episode well, after that was about. Oh, man. <coughs> I this? mean, oh, this man. is uh,
2: <laughs> this is from Sanzingen, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. like, one of the a things I
3: media attached to yeah. a upcoming mobile game.
2: Yeah, one of the things I asked off air was like. The way you guys were talking about this reminded me a little bit of their uh, most famous and loved work, uh, oh, Babuki yeah. Buranki, which was not necessarily good in the traditional sense, so but you, had yeah. like the same sort of irrepressible energy as, say, a burning car flying through mm-hmm. the air and smashing yeah. into a road. I, see, of I would
3: argue Babuki so. Baranki was like Ultrash all, all the Time with the occasional dip into, well, oh, this suddenly got serious, but because it was. Rooted in the this is wacky, mech stuff. Like it, it, it worked fine It worked okay. There. It was also
2: fairly self-aware. Right. I will say, yeah.
3: Anyway,
1: the next episode
0: yeah, what, what, of Desai was... opens So the next with... episode
1: of Desai <laughs> Tremoray is basically, um,
0: is it the Statue of Liberty girl's turn? No,
1: no. Her, no. hers is next week. Hers is next week. They okay. skipped her so this week off. to address. Um, era. You know, we were talking about this last night. This episode mm. is basically. Polnareff's backstory
3: from part three of Jojo's Bizarre yes, Adventure
1: but skewed God. through the lens of this extremely trashy persona. The, the
3: quote-unquote villain of this episode uh, seeks sought out the, uh, the magic candy, magic monster candy because uh, his sister was raped and murdered by a criminal and that criminal got a mere 15-year sentence and... Uh, and, uh, and that's not good enough. that's not only, good enough. Only murder, only
1: extrajudicial murder can, can give me the true justice that yes. I seek.
3: And so the characters <laughs> literally, like, see this news story on the Jumbotron and look at the camera and go, Dang, Japan sure is lenient on its criminals. Yes, they mm-hmm. literally look at the camera and say, Japan, famously <laughs> soft on crime.
1: And the American, the American girl that literally says in America we would have put a 9 millimeter between his eyes. And acts as if that is like some like, uh... heroic <laughs> statement about the character of American people. I mean, look, like,
2: even a stopped clock is, ro- is right twice a day. okay? I mean...
1: I... Okay, so here's the thing. So we were discussing this uh, while watching the show, and like, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, in in every society, in every civilization, The concept of justice has always basically fallen into two camps, right? Does justice exist to punish evil or to reform villains, right? And a a society's decision on what justice is meant to do often affects how its, like, criminal justice system operates, right? Indeed, yeah. And so there's an argument to be made that, like, you know, maybe this rapist murderer should get 15 years and should be given a chance to atone, Right. But I Except think it's a very, <laughs> go but that, that, I think that's a very difficult thing to say. I mean, I think that's an easy thing to say when you are like clinically separated from the situation. But when you are the victim, I think that is a much more difficult like a arri- conclusion to arrive at, right? And I think that that can be a legitimately ambiguous uh, uh, argument right. to have. And the it, problem but it, is... it
2: requires nuance, right? But, requires... then this I show has say, none,
3: right? But I will say the like one nuanced part of this episode because there's always... this there has to be one in mm-hmm. Trauma, where right, apparently is that yes. they talk about how. Not only do the does the family of the victim have to deal with uh, that happening to their family member, but they also have to deal with like the paparazzi, yes, constantly yes. asking what they think about everything and what the, how what do they think about this fifteen year sentence? and how like that's really getting to him of how he wants to not deal with it, but right, right, like is they, being forced show that... to confront it over and over and over.
1: Yeah, like it's a show that weirdly understands that like. Victims of crimes often suffer twice, right? They suffer in the crime itself, and then they suffer in the often like uh, uh, deeply insensitive fallout from like society as a whole. And it's like, again, yeah. show has this weird understanding of like things that belie its otherwise extremely trashy, right. just, insensitive just I, do, I, I, of other I would topics.
2: like to, uh, I would like also to say that like. Also, this is a classic case of woman in refrigerator, which is uh, never a particularly oh, good yeah. look yes. for media. And so the right.
1: problem is that, like, all this nuance gets thrown right out the window because the rapist murderer in question might as well actually be a JoJo villain because he basically says the exact right, like, same things that Jay Guile said to Polnareff. Right. Does he have, so, so like,
2: like, the crazy eyes and the lolling tongue? And yes. Yeah,
3: yeah, and the yeah, tribal a tattoo. tattoo. Right, so it's like, like over... Guy... Tri- oh, so
2: you're saying he's sick.
3: Yeah, yeah, dude, and he's like,
1: like raggy about how much he likes raping and killing, and how he can't yeah, like, wait yeah, to rape yeah, and kill yeah. more. Like, and it's like, <sighs>
3: it's
1: just like it's it's just so like it's so it's so too it's like so fucking like 2 dimensional. See that
2: that works in JoJo, where like the final objective is yes, we will kill the to hell out this of man, this guy. Right? Like, like, right. Like,
3: no, but like, no, heroes it's, 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 heroes fight the monster because like no, you can't. You can't kill him, you'll just be a murderer yourself, man. And it doesn't work, because again, yes, then the the murderer says,
1: Ha ha, thanks for saving me, you fucking Boy Scout losers. Guess what, I am explicitly going to rape and murder more once I get out of jail. And the heroes just kind of stand there impotently, being like, well we got to just let the justice system do its work except because he's standing in like a pool of gasoline i was going like to say a, what's the karmic yeah. what's yeah, the karmic accident like, which flies causes into him it and too. sets him on fire and yeah. all the heroes are like whoa that's crazy damn well we're not
3: <laughs> going to stop huh? it. we're not going right. to we're not going to do anything unless we watch this man burn alive in front yeah, of us we're uh, teenagers it's,
0: it's just the- like it's the it's the Batman. I don't have to save you. Uh. Right,
1: right. It's just, it's, it's, it's right. Like it's literally this is fine in JoJo because like it's it's it is a it is a that is a series that embraces the absurdity the 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 the, the, the romanticness of its like you know
3: of its characters oh, right. the grotesque like,
1: nature of its yeah. storytelling. And I mean like that in people the classics, people the
2: drop so like so flies so. in JoJo. Yeah, like people right? die like constantly. Like it is,
1: it, it is fun to watch Polnarev commit extrajudicial murder <clears> of
3: his sister's killer because. <laughs> Although That's the see, kind of show it do you is. You see the, line, the but, line that occurs somewhere in the middle of part four where uh, they start retiring instead of dying. Yes.
1: Josuke's <laughs> yeah. well, yes. a good boy. Josuke's not a killer, alright? Sure he will punch that man board. into a rock. <laughs> and oh, so, like, in a rock for the rest of his life, but... <sighs> Go
2: ahead. also like you... they don't stop killing people after that point they're just a bit more selective about they're sure, what sure.
1: Kill. <laughs> anyways the point is like but that's a thing right like this show because this show tries to walk that line it, it it's it's messaging does feel very confused right because these heroes these heroes literally said remember, At the beginning of this episode, one of the heroes literally said, Man, 15 years is too little. Japan's so soft with criminals. And the American Girl literally says, If it were me, I would have killed that guy. And these same characters, about 15 minutes later, are saying, No, don't commit extrajudicial murder, even though we literally advocated for it at the start of the episode. And if that's meant to be like a low-key dig at the heroes for like... (laughs) You know, being outsiders just making pithy statements and then being forced to back it up when they're actually forced to confront it. I don't think the show is going for that. I wish it did. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds a
2: little subtle based on what you've been yeah, saying yeah. so far.
1: So the only part where it actually does come up a little bit is the main hero. So to, to uh, for a reminder, the main hero, the main hero's brother was murdered in the street, just like straight up in the street, just like straight up, like stabbed in the yeah, street, right. and left to die. Right? A connect. He, he has a. He he empathizes with the villain of the week, right? He's like, look, dude, I know what it's like to watch someone you love get killed. And then the villain says, and so you're telling me that if the man who killed your brother was right here, right now, at your mercy, you wouldn't kill him? The hero legitimately pauses. He's like... He he doesn't have have an answer. He doesn't actually have an answer. And that is the one part where I'm like, oh, you heroes want to talk to talk, but you don't actually, like... Right, you don't actually have the moral, like, backbone to back up your, like,
0: convictions. But, yet. I mean, none of that is actually really going to get explored. If we're no, i no, not sorry, so, like, no. yeah. I mean,
2: and again, they let that
0: dude burn to death. Just like right, so murder
2: by an, by an actor is still murder.
1: utterly confusing story. Uh, utterly, like, just deeply, like, confused moral. The show just has deeply confusing morals, I think, at the end of the day. Like, I don't know what it's trying to do,
0: but... Uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, based on what little I've watched... I think the priority is the cool fight scenes, and that's just trying the to very, like, like, clumsily give it some kind of... But
1: it keeps trying. Like, that's a thing. Emotional is,
0: context.
1: Like, if, if we only had, like, one or two of these Saturday afternoon specials or after-school specials or whatever, like, right. we'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird, but hey, you know, like, Persona pro- did that a couple times, and you'd be able too, to right? do
3: it with, like, but- less... Absurdly,
0: Did they just have? To, is it just like they need to be less explicit about it, or something? Like, did they really like like it's last like time? Did they really issue need to has show been so
3: intense.
1: Yeah, you know that might also be it, right? Did they really yeah, need to like show the,
0: the guy beating his wife on screen? Oh my constantly? god, you're right. Like,
1: because th- the, this episode, it, the rapist killer describes how he raped and killed the guy's sister, and it's <laughs> yeah, literally like, being shown on screen.
0: Cool. Co- yeah, see that. That's and see it's like, that's <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's a bit touchy because like just because you're not. Showing it or describing in detail doesn't mean it's, it's not happening, but I guess just everything
3: the, they've picked has been so
0: if you're gonna so much, if you are gonna go down the road of being that explicit about it, you have to be able to take responsibility for bringing those things up, right? And yeah, I don't know if maybe creating a little more that. distance from it would help or if that just makes it worse. I don't know, but I don't know. Next week, the it's the it girl's sounds turn, like a mess
1: and. Based on the preview, it looks like she's about to go John Wick someone in a warehouse. So, like, <sighs> I don't know. I guess we'll I guess find I'll, out. I guess we'll, we'll we will relay to the rest of you how that goes. Oh boy!
0: All right, <laughs> let's uh let's keep moving. Well, speaking of trash, let's talk about uh Get a Robo arc and oh, by extension oh, all I... the other things you guys are watching. But uh, we'll start there.
1: R continues to... I don't even know, like... It, I want to keep it on the podcast rotation, but I don't even know what... this nothing what to talk new, about. There's nothing new to say about it. It continues to, like, be a show where you can tell that its heart is in the right place, and it does have, like, a legitimate, like, vision of a super robot anime that it wants to realize, but it continues to be just utterly hamstrung by its production, by its resources, by its... It's just it, everything. Just is everything.
0: there is there anything specific... That happened. That was cool in the past two episodes. Okay,
1: so this is gonna <laughs> take some oh boy, some lead up. But the latest episode did a thing that I don't know if it will actually pay off, but it got me interested. So the Saitama Labs, which is basically just like the equivalent of Nerve Headquarters, in that it gets attacked by monsters every week, right. uh, mm-hmm. is being attacked by a newer, bigger monster that um, it, it just can't be stopped. And the heroes, the the, the pilots of Get a Robo Arc. Uh, are away because they're on a secret mission uh, elsewhere on the other side of the planet or something, and so they're not there. The right bottom to of the ocean, the headquarters, right? And uh, there, there's some fun callbacks here. They introduce the Americans, and uh, anybody who's uh-huh. familiar with Getter Robo knows that uh, Getter Robo's portrayal of Americans is. Um,
2: very nuanced, very... Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Extremely very funny. Very sympathetic. <laughs> oh, yes, yes.
1: The, the Americans who walk in on screen and talk about how they just can't stand the dirty Japanese. Just every oh, single God. word that comes out of their mouth is just, like, the most blatant and hostile racism. Imagin- Unfortunately, there's none of that this time, because... Uh, uh, um, I, Zig, I don't know if you're going to even remember this guy. You remember the blonde guy in Get a Robo Armageddon? Like, the racist American blonde guy
2: kind of like He's in it... this show
1: and he's an, he's he, he's older though now because it takes place 20 years after right, like, I was going to say this is
2: kind of a sequel
3: to Armageddon right
1: Well I mean Armageddon is technically its own timeline but yes yes it, it is like in a sense like a, a
3: sequel of This strange. is why I don't know anything about what's actually happening in and, this show And like shows. he's an
1: admiral now and I guess the implication is he's chilled out a little bit. He says he just only hates most Japanese but he he respects Ryoma Nagare so you know Sure <laughs> <Sure. You know? laughs>
2: I mean, is he just there to be the antagonistic authority figure? Yeah,
1: he's there to like help, but then he like doesn't do anything useful because like
0: Is he there to sneak in an Armageddon cameo?
1: Kinda. He's just kind of there to like get destroy his fleet destroyed I mean, to show the power the th- of the new villains.
2: The thing is, like, even more so than like a lot of seventies properties, like Getarogo has no definitive adaptation or even no. really like an adaptation which is universally regarded as good. No, Therefore yeah, pretty it's... much every subsequent adaptation is an attempt at a reboot and all that means is that you have about 10,000 different timelines yes, at this point. Yeah. So
1: and anyways, that that's not actually the thing I got excited about, but it was just a neat cameo, but so it, it, everything's looking real bad right, the, the the monsters coming through the portal, they're about to reach terminal dogma, etc., etc. and then like a new portal opens up, and through that portal shows up motherfucking Shin Getter Robo. Shin Getter Robo from Getter Robo Armageddon shows up, and just starts fucking, like, wrecking house here. What? I mean, Wait, it's still low-budget as hell, but it's motherfucking Shin Getter Robo fucking shit up. That's
2: not something I expected to hear. Right? <laughs> like...
1: And it's like, it's. it's I initially had to pop off because, like, oh fuck, it's Shin Getter Robo from the one Getter Robo I like. And, but... The fun thing is that they kind of just show him in a dark silhouette, right? They, they they don't really show the full mech, but every now and then they show a glimpse of it, and I was like, "There's something off about this Shin Getter Robo. Like this is not the original Shin Getter design." And then they finally show him in the full light, and it's 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 Shin Getter Robo Black. And for context, in Getter Robo Armageddon, I uh, yes, Getter of, of course, Black
3: Shin Getter is Robo
1: Black. A custom version of Getter Robo 1 piloted by Ryoma Nagare during the post-apocalyptic session of Getter Robo Armageddon and it has like a slightly different edgier design it has more spikes on it it's called well, Of course black. it's
0: called black yeah and so and yeah. so it's
1: like a shin version it's like a hybrid of Shin Getter Robo and Getter Robo <laughs> Black It's basically
2: Shin Shin Get-A-Robo. Yeah,
1: and I don't know if that actually means anything. It could just be, oh, we want to sell a new toy. In fact, cynically, I suspect that's probably what it is. But, like, it's a weirdly specific callback to Get-A-Robo Armageddon that is, like, so specific that I'm like, huh, what are you doing with this? Like, what's your...
2: So, do What's you think? Do you think the end game here is some sort of like weird crisis on infinite Earths crossing the time streams? Thing, I suspect or...
1: yes. That we are probably aiming for a like, you know, Getter for... Robo pilots are like stands. They are in extra They are just like you know, supernaturally drawn to each other, right th- across the universe. And isn't
2: that like actually a canon thing? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah.
1: is because oh, sure. so in the manga they explain. um, I can't get... We don't have a lot of time, so I can't explain who Getter Emperor is, but Getter Emperor is sort of the, like, spiral apocalypse equivalent of the Getter Robo universe. He's pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, yeah, And, 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 and Getter Emperor basically feeds off of the, like, Getter Rays that are emitted by every Getter pilot, because every Getter Robo machine is kind of like a Getter Ray force multiplier. The more pilots fight in Getter Robos, the more Getter Rays are created, and the more it feeds this, like, Cthulhu-esque monstrosity that is Getter Emperor. Like,
2: just to chip in here for a second, like this is, like, one of the fascinating things, which is, like, Getter Robo was this dumb kid show, and then gradually, as the demographic has changed, they've sort of, like, strapped all this weird lore to it and the, right. the net result is the kind of like weird lumbering colossus it is these days. Yeah,
1: it's like it's like some Kirby lore shit of just like... <laughs> it, so it Kirby is lore's never on, been important. It, it takes this like strangely eldritch mythos tone to it that just feels completely at odds with like what it originally was but... I know, I got
2: something to tell you about Get a Robo lore as uh well.
3: (laughs) Except I'm watching these shows and it's nothing but cameos from old (laughs) (laughs) Johnny! I have no clue what's happening!
2: Because that's the market now, right? Like, this this show is exclusively designed for, like, sad 40 something people who, who like, watch. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, 20 years (laughs) ago, that was also the only audience for Get a Uh, uh, (laughs) Robo. We're
0: just getting older. (laughs) So, uh, you guys are also still watching armageddon in tandem yeah. with this right how yeah. how far along are you on that are you keeping like the one same to one, pace one-to-one
1: yeah. One, yeah so armageddon continues to be fun uh you know but again it, it is like you know we are still kind of in the early parts of the post imagawa uh, get a robo armageddon you know so it's a new status quo you know the you know uh, um it is this post-apocalyptic setting now um You know, new, you know, characters from the original Imagawa arc are beginning to show up and, like, you know, explain Uh what is going on. Sure. Um, And, you know, it continues to just be a fun, super, super robot romp. Like, I, I would say that, like, the moments that I'm personally waiting for are still on the horizon. They are still kind of setting things up. I think that, like I said last week, like, again, there's not that much new to say about Armageddon other than, like, you know armageddon is not that much better written than arc if we're being honest it's just that it has a much better production going for it and i think that like it is much easier to sell these kind of dumb lumbering plot twists when you have like cool actual animation to back it up
0: yeah well, that's right. that'll be interesting iroh because you'll be watching you're seeing the characters in arc first <laughs> And then uh-huh. I'm assuming that guy hasn't shown up in Armageddon yet, that was cameoing or whatever, or I don't f- I or yeah, any of I this other stuff.
1: Did. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You'll I've understand. I've had a few <laughs>
3: times where I've looked at a character in Ark uh, versus character Armageddon. I'm like, is that supposed to be the same guy? Because they look completely different.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then I'll look
3: it, it up and go, I guess they are the same guy. Also, this says something about how the character Hitler was based off of Hitler. Okay, get is, a Robo.
0: Is there actually a Hitler in in Get yes, a Robo? Yes, there,
1: there's a character named Hitler uh, in in
0: Get oh, a Robo. Oh, with like a look, man, It's
2: a it's a 1970s shonen manga. You've got to battle Hitler at least. Once. Oh yeah, you have, you oh, have exactly. to
0: fight Hitler once at least. Oh, yes, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah.
3: Okay. Oh boy. That's
0: All right. So, uh, I mean, are you enjoying it or uh, is I'm it smirking? I'm just
3: wash over me, man. <laughs>
0: just let it, just let it happen no, happens, I am, already, I, am like... I
3: am I am cultivating my key under this waterfall like oh, <laughs> oh, are you, of Get are a you? like just... just meditating
0: yeah, and, uh, are, yeah. We, are we
1: cultivating key now is are we moving on to uh <laughs> Our,
3: yeah why don't
0: why don't we uh, we'll take a We'll. I know you guys are watching a couple other things on the backlog we can hit up real quick here but uh, we've we've talked about uh, ninja slayer how so Again, are are you guys just keeping pace with the season with these? Yeah, we're watching, watching
1: like, we're like watching two episodes of Ninja Slayer a week.
0: Yeah, because Ninja Slayer it's a half so it, episode anyway. it's half, half it. episode, but yeah. it's also it was two core, right? So yes. if you watch two episodes every week, it would fill out the season, right? Yep. Yeah. Um. It so is, uh,
3: I do think the primary thing I've been enjoying to watch Ninja Slayer is like seeing and seeing <clears throat> like the 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 half step between. Inferno, Inferno Cop, and Gridman for Amamiya, because yes. like half of like episode seven is just this, like a no almost no jokes. Ninja Slayer sits down with an old man and they talk for six minutes about right. life or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, it's this is not the comedy of what the show is, and it's like.
1: Knowing where Amamiya goes with his career next, seeing right. scenes like this now in retrospect is like actually really neat. It's like it's like you just discovered the like mixtape, the original mixtape of an artist <laughs> who got big. Like it's 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 right. fun. It's it's really fun. And right. like also, I mean, it's just like Ninja Slayer is like legitimately super funny. Like great,
3: right. and in the, in the stupid trip past Inferno Cowboy that it yeah is.
1: yeah like the the first half of episode seven is about Ninja Slayer fighting a man who uh, had the physical resilience to handle the snake arm transplant surgery. The <laughs> transplant snakes onto his arms. I, I so think I remember that. So that he could snake ninjutsu <laughs> on Ninja Slayer. And it's like, that's this show, dude. It's this just <laughs> entirely unapologetic shit posting. And it's a lot of fun. And I wanted to say this until we had some time to get into it, but I think the thing that I, I can appreciate a lot more about Ninja Slayer in hindsight now is like, is that now we know that Trigger made it in the long run. Like, the thing that was always a little worrisome about Ninja Slayer when it first aired is that it aired, mm. like, right after Kill the Kill in Little Witch Academia, but also right around the time of, like, um, Kiznaiver and, like, Supernatural Battles. And, like, it, Trigger was very much in this very uneasy place, right? As fans, right? It was like, uh-oh, is this all the studio has? Like... Right. Like they they spent the tank on Kill a Kill and Little Witch Academia, and they have nothing left. They have nothing else. They have no other stories to tell, right? And so at, at the time, I mean, this is why I think Ira and I originally fell off Ninja Slayer. Is like right. I, I recall we were... their
2: reaction to it being cool at the time. Yeah, I think know. I
1: think yeah, it was like. Yeah, and, and, and I, I, I actually,
0: it, I, I mean, I personally watched half of it and fell off of it as right. well. Right, and I think so, a like, lot yeah. of that
1: is because, like, a lot of us were desperate for the next kill to kill, right? Like, like Trigger was so hot right after that show, right? right. They do no wrong, and so for the, for the next follow-up to be, and it's not, it wasn't actually meant to be their next follow-up, but it was, you know, frameworked that way because it's the new show they had being yet another, like, Inferno cop, like, You know, flash animation like sketch comedy. Yeah, I mean,
2: there's also just the fact that a joke is less funny when you the second time you see it, and like mm -hmm. fundamentally, the Ninja Slayer joke is the same as the The Inferno Inferno Cop Cop joke,
1: right? And so, like, it was, it was. I think that at the time we weren't. It's a weird thing to say, but I think just like we weren't ready for Ninja Slayer at the time. (laughs) We weren't weren't ready to appreciate like its brand of humor, right? Because like we we wanted something more. Not serious. But we wanted something better. Like, yeah, substantial. Yeah, like a kill a kill. You know, and I think it's only in hindsight now that we are, you know, post promare post Gridman, post Dynazenon, even that like we can look back now at this weird little project that Amamiya did before going on to make Gridman, and that's really fun, right? Because now it feels like a fun like indie garage band project, right? Like right
0: like mm-hmm. oh they were
1: just doing this to have a you know to have a laugh you know like all those good trigger style jokes you expect from them are in this show and like even with its <laughs> cheap animation even with like you know it's like non-existent budget it still has that <laughs> like undeniable trigger sense of humor that's just like unbelievably charming to to watch
2: I think, um, in an interesting way, I think it might be the most authentically Trigger of that kind of... Because, like, the history of Trigger so far is kind of, like, divided into, the like, that early Surge and then kind of, like, this weird, difficult middle chapter and then kind of, like, the later stuff, Gridman and Dino Xenon and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, I think there was definitely a fear for a while that kind of they... You know what? What Kisnava was written by Mario Ocarda. You know, supernatural mm-hmm. battles become commonplace was a work for hire thing.
0: Space Patrol Guguko and Ninja, Ninja Slayer. Slayer is also an adaptation, though, right? That's it. right, but yeah,
3: it is. I would but, argue Trigger ha- in It 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 is. I would yes. argue. Trigger yeah. Right, so a but I mean, there is situation. some, <laughs> yeah, right? You know what? I mean? There is but, some, yeah, yeah, material
0: it's yeah. based off of, but, it, though, right? D- but yeah.
2: you know, kind of, it felt like the studio was a little fragmentary during that time, yeah. and I think perhaps that might have been another one of the things which caused us to dismiss
0: it out of hand. I think so, you know, because... yes. I,
1: th- I think
0: that is, yeah, yeah, I I think I mean, that is it makes thing. sense because like you, you had Kill a Kill, which is still I think very Imaishi, and it was yes. like his trigger just. Am I she or right? And, right. And, is it and, is it just a vehicle for him and? we also have it, to remember but, that like they've proven also, like, since then that yeah. they have well, other talented people there that th- do different things.
1: This is also the time period in which I you know I, I it, it pains me to remind everybody of this, but this is also also the time period in which we begin to realize that Yo Yoshinari's star is fading, right? Like. That he's not terribly he dir- good
3: at directing. Like,
1: that this is what he directs the Little Witch Academia TV series, right? Like this is when we begin to realize, oh, yeah, like, I, I mean, already, that was cannot, that was cannot, almost we cannot, two we years cannot, after. We cannot this. Yeah. So yeah right. Also, that, right, that was right. almost I'm two sorry. years sorry. after. Fair, in fair enough. Layer. Fair enough. Right. It's just, it's, 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 I guess it's just like that whole period, right? It has it, that yeah, like feeling of like there's an unsureness to it, right? Yeah. Like I said, it was
2: an awkward adolescence for this. And like,
1: and I think a lot of it in hindsight is because. Amishi went to directly do Promare right after Kill a Kill, so we didn't get a TV follow-up from him, right? Like, he he went to a movie which kept him, you know, out of the spotlight for quite a few years. I mean,
2: I I think as well, like, you know, I mean, it was clear Kiznaiva was meant to be the studio's next great leap into doing something more serious and you know, drama-focused in an attempt to spread their wings, and you know, when that kind of foundered, then they sort of you know they had Little Witch Academia, which you know people have varying opinions to. It it was, I don't think anybody thinks it was anything less than good. You know, but oh, yeah, I mean, no. there there was you know there was uh, Darling in the Franks, which huh, yeah. was you know we know that A one mostly read on that, but you know definitely they leaned heavily on the trigger name for that sure, as well. I mean, let's know.
1: be real. As much as I am lo- loath to admit it, Nishigori is like honorary. He's trigger he's from the level. yeah he's he is from that lineage he was at lineage, you know, he was at Gynax. Yeah. so you know. yeah but
2: the point is you know i yeah. i think you know because ninja slayer came out during that time you know it was yes. very easy to dismiss it yeah, and totally. and again you know fundamentally and i don't mean this is knock on the show but it is in Cop 2 basically oh, yeah. it's no, like totally. look at look at how yeah. look at how many dumb jokes we can make with this hilariously limited right. animation
1: but yes, I, I do think that, yes, in hindsight, now that, you know, some time has passed and, you know, we know that Trigger is now in this really sort of exciting place in its, in its legacy. Going back to Ninja Slayer is just fun. It's, 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 I, I appreciate it so much more now. Like, I, I really dig, I, like, I unironically dig a lot of what it's doing. And it's fun to see Amamiya try these things, right? Like, it's, it's why I say that, you know, I really hope that after Gridman crossed Dino Xenon, I really hope that Amamiya is done with Gridman after this, because like yeah, I, I would like to see him. I I can't wait to see out. what that. Yeah, like, I can't wait to see what. As much does. as I, I
0: enjoy, just- I agree,
2: Gridman. but also Dinosaur was so different from what Gridman was. Like, if he right, seems guess, to have guess, quite I mean, a lot of room to play in yeah, that. I, I guess universe. I guess I
1: mean more that like I don't want him to become pigeonholed as like the Gridman, you know, the the Toku adaptation guy, right? Like. Uh, you know, I was I was kinda talking about this um, a little while back, but like I think that actually we were very lucky that Imaishi was never chained down by Gurun Lagon. That like Gurun Lagan did not like define the rest of Imaishi's career. Like, you know, I don't think that anything Amaishi has made since Gurun Lagan is better than Gurun Lagan, but I'm glad that everything he has made since exists. Like, I'm glad he made yes, Ricky's I, stalking. I I'm mean, I, I, I would argue... Can I cannot
2: keep talking I, like, about
1: this. I'm sorry. We've drifted so far.
2: Yeah, we have a bit. The, all right, the, again, only the, thing point, I would, the
1: point I was trying to yeah. make there is that, like, I just think for Amamiya's sake as well, I hope that, like, Gridman does not become, like, the soul-defining thing about, you know, his career as a director.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I would like... Like, I agree, Zig, there's maybe some more room to explore that universe, but... I would just like to see something entirely new now with that kind of with his kind of talents, but uh, yeah. All right, and uh, I know you guys are still watching Thunderbolt Fantasy.
3: Yes, we are still watching How's Thunderbolt that going? Fantasy. I am uh, enjoying it a lot. Uh, it's very Tolkstah adjacent to me. Yeah, when <laughs> I when I will look at it, it's like the. Writing and storytelling of it is if you look solely at what is happening, like it's pretty hackneyed and simple. Uh but I mean the, it
2: is written by noted Tokusatsu writer Genu yes. so <laughs> yes, yes.
3: and the but the presentation of it uh is very entertaining to me. Like it literally yeah. pulled the villain has all the heroes has mercy and then says I'll get you next time. Uh, you're no threat to me now. I'll just get you next time. And like, genuinely sold me on it. Right? I didn't even. Re- right, I didn't yes. even realize. Till, like twenty minutes later, I was like, wait, he fucking did the I'll get you next time <laughs> <Thanks>. bullshit. <laughs> no, it's like
1: the thing that I think. Uh, so I- I've also really been loving Thunderbolt Fantasy a lot. It is a it, it is a really fun um, experience, and I think for me, related to what Euro was saying, I think this show just has extremely good delivery like in terms of like the the dialogue and the things that are being said like none of it is like necessarily revolutionary but it is in the phrasing like uh, the the uh, the, like the the -the off-the-cuff take i had is that thunderbolt fantasy has maybe the best vocabulary i've ever seen (laughs) in a piece of fiction like just it's way with words like the ways in which it adopts a very specific type of like over the top flowery language is just like extremely entertaining and perfectly like perfectly fits its like wuxia milieu and mm-hmm. and yeah it is stuff like you know yeah the villain you know saying stuff like that it's stuff like you know saying ah we got to go find you know k guy the witch Who's otherwise, you know, the witch who was known as the Night's Lament in like, you know, <laughs> fucking like the Dark Forest, Night, of, of, Demon, the, forest so, uh, yeah. Night Demon Forest, or something. Night Demon Forest. It whatever, sounds
0: like right? they have a lot of uh, good uh, like kung fu movie names, or Yeah, like... that's what it
1: is. Right. It's a lot of go- screaming it's a, it's a lot yeah. of just, Phoenix Killer, right? Just straight up Ghostface Killer shit. Yeah, just like yeah, it's 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 really fun. It's it's really well done. Um, I the thing I'm really digging about it is just like, I think that you know, the characters are all, like, relatively familiar archetypes, but because it is being shown in a slightly, like, it's a slightly different lens than what we're used to, right? Like, it's like <laughs> Taiwanese yes. puppetry. But no, yeah. it's, it's even just, like, the cultural tropes at play are slightly different from, like, you know, your average shonen anime. And that makes it really interesting. Like, it makes it well, it seems, um, it,
0: does, it seems to me like it's closer to a kung fu movie than anime. Yeah, right? it makes it yeah. super
1: novel. Honestly, it's, right. it's fun to it's fun to watch. And uh, but they're
3: still doing, doing fucking unlimited blade works and shit. Like,
1: oh yeah, 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 totally.
0: How do they do unlimited blade works with puppets? With their,
1: with their chi, man. Their chi. Yeah, like every. It, it, no, so, I mean it, it,
0: physically, it, it, the practical effect of doing oh, unlimited I mean, blade works. I mean, it's it's,
1: it's closer. Too. It's closer to Gate of Babylon, right? Like they're more like summoning, yeah, uh, okay. swords out of. And I, yeah, I know that, there, there. They're is. the
2: same thing.
3: Well, no, the like thing. the. I don't know what you're talking about. No, like you. I you've spent years your...
2: thinking Gate of Babylon was unlimited. No, Blade no, you works.
3: see, Gate of Babylon is an interdimensional treasury which yes. holds. Okay, n- now <laughs> this this you is can a. Shoot the sword, you can't go down. Fuck you! Oh, <laughs> and it shoots the swords out from the sky, and he has to stay stationary while he opens the Gate of Babylon. Unlimited Blade Works is a reality marble which changes right. the entire right. area. To be a side of a pocket dimension where the swords already exist and it, can be manipulated at will.
0: Isn't, Anyways. Isn't, isn't really the difference Unlimited Blade Works is Unlimited and Gate of Babylon is not? Sure, yeah close enough yeah.
1: anyways the point is like <laughs>
0: fantasy is a lot of fun
1: because like it's it's these characters doing these very over-the-top kung fu things with these very over-the-top kung fu moves mm-hmm. like you know it's yeah like it's like just dudes summoning swords it's guys doing like crazy like you know fucking 1080 spin kicks through uh-huh. the air but also they're
3: puppets the guy shoots so an like, arrow ex- straight up and they fight for two minutes then the arrow comes down the arrow comes down oh, that's pretty well, good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, that's I a good i one. fought you to that spot right it's very good oh like there's a
1: section in one of the episodes where like um so the archer of the group is like this like grim looking dude with like an eye patch, and he's known as the sharp eyed impaler and like he's fighting this evil lady assassin right and they're like mm-hmm. he's he's doing the shoot the air arrow into the air trick right and like they're fighting and like it's it, it's about to land on her but then she trips and falls over and so it barely avoids her And
3: what uh, Sharkhide (laughs) Impaler says is
1: literally, oh, you know, I shot that arrow assuming that you were a competent enough martial artist that you wouldn't just slip and fall on the ground. My bad. I apologize for (laughs) overestimating your martial
0: prowess. And it's just
1: like, it's so good. It's just the delivery is, is, uh, it's just having so much fun with what it's doing.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, you got, you got three seasons to get through, yeah. so uh, there's and also, like, just just a lot of Thunderbolt like, fantasy.
1: I'm still not sure if it fits, but I do get excited every time we get the Sawano drop in this anime. <laughs> it's so good. <cool>, like, <laughs> the Sawano music starts playing in this fucking Ruxia, like puppet show. Uh-huh. It's just like the strangest thing in the world, but it,
3: it works. <laughs> it's fun.
0: <laughs> Why not? All right. Well, let's get back to our regularly scheduled anime t- talk. Uh-huh. And let's talk about uh, the Aquatope on White Sand.
3: Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it sure. I, is. I, I
0: thought I thought these episodes were pretty good, um, I just, particularly episode five. I but kind of just, yeah.
3: just want to see show about the the diner instead. <laughs> kinda.
0: Yeah, her her like shady uh, fortune yeah, teller fortune aunt. Fortune teller <laughs> mom. You know, yeah. But um, yeah. So this was, I mean, primarily. Focused on uh, what's her name, the Fuka. little girl Fuka. For her her past catching up with her, yeah. as it was inevitably going to. Um, when you are eighteen years old and apparently still in school, and you run away, um, <laughs> and uh, you know the and you were also a famous enough to be on TV she was idol. A
3: school idol, I mean, she can do whatever she wants.
0: Um, so you know, for, first I guess in the episode four we have her her idol past catching up with her because the. The, uh, the middle-aged man comes ba- that sucks on the Goose Ice Pops is uh mm-hmm. comes back and recognizes her. And so that becomes a bit of a drama. And then, you know, Gasp, her mom shows up in episode five. yep Which, which I'll s- I have to say, I appreciate that they, they didn't make her mom the villain because that would have been a very easy play. Yeah, I, I, I like right. that, like,
1: you know, Fugo's mom shows up and you're initially like, oh boy, here we go. Time for the really, like, mean you, know, you uh-huh. know mean mom to show up and ruin everything because she's just such a jerk right but instead it's like
0: no it's very reasonable what she, she, uh, <laughs> what she did uh, reasonable concerns.
1: ran uh, off here without telling me i mean her daughter literally ran off to become an idol at like age 16 right it's like you know it's it's yeah, yeah. it's fairly understandable that this mom would be like
0: and like she said she's coming home and then didn't show up or call right. or anything for like it's, a week or something. Days, yeah. It, yeah,
1: it's like... very easy to jump to the worst possible conclusion. That's it. I do like that the episode. Like you know, I, I like that it was a little bit of that whole you know I, that trope of like ah the whole town chips in to
3: like uh-huh. hide you this know uh,
1: keep to hide Fuka yes. and keep uh, her. Mom but occupied. that proves and...
3: that she's in good hands with these weirdos in Okinawa. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Just booze up this woman so she can't go look for her daughter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes and her, her um, and of course we have to get in the the okinawan tourism plug so her her mom is charmed by the ah, uh, you course, know like the, the
3: provincialism of the locals uh yeah those,
0: and and, and the, the beauty of the of the island and she's like oh i can see why she would want to stay here yeah, uh you just know this
3: weird old lady looking
1: in the camera uh-huh. like, ah sunny okinawa what a place and you could come
0: be. here too you uh, just have to deal <laughs> you know, with the
3: united states military base uh,
0: uh, well. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's look. I don't. I don't know if I want this show to get to it, but yeah, weird lack of uh, American military personnel in a show that's taking place in Okinawa. Like, yeah, you I, think
0: that I, would...
3: they're not even going to noted Okinawan chain restaurant A&W root beer. <laughs>
0: ah, yes. Show it's uh, the uh, infinity. Yeah, it, it,
1: you know, show conti- Yeah, it, it is that show. As Zig said, it it is. It yeah. continues to just be that PA Works anime, and I think it's like. So here's
2: it's, the thing. I'm. it's perfectly pleasant it's just as shallow as a puddle you know it's it's i would not fault anybody for liking this i would not fault anybody for loving this i think that it is very relaxing i think it's lovely to look at i think you know it is it is very competent in all the ways that like basic storytelling and and character work work you know it, it it's just so uninspiring to me yeah you know it, it it's so paint by numbers right I, and and that so, sounds harsh and maybe it no, is but, I, but I, I, like totally get
1: what you're coming from it's because I, I would think even by the standard of pa works right and we're, we're comparing this to like a sakura quest or a shirobako it doesn't even necessarily hit those levels of like Compelling in terms of like these women, you know, being in these crises points of their careers, like
0: right. I mean, it, it's like we we talk about constantly how this is mashing together all of PA works, different types right. of shows, and maybe not picking a lane just kind of makes it a little more bland. Yeah, but and uh, also,
1: and also, so here's the thing: did you guys know the show's two cores? Oh boy.
0: No, uh, but I'm not
1: super I'm not surprised, surprised. Well, yeah. so that throws a weird wrench into all of this. Of, mm-hmm. like, I was going to... How do long was this, this going to go
3: then? Like, like I oh, 13 episodes. Yeah, you
1: could do a show about, like, this story in 13 episodes.
3: Well, if, if it's your curves, 24, you, have to, you have to include some greater form of tension like, then, right? Like, what is this show going to be doing, like,
0: oh, this See, like, see, I don't... this only further supports my my theory of where they're going with the story. Where are they going that, with the story, Joel? That, that, uh... That you know, Fuka is going to become a uh, a local idol to save oh, the aquarium. Man. Oh sure, God! Yeah. You might be I mean, Remember,
2: there's also the supernatural stuff they keep like teasing. Yeah, just yeah. The
3: local local god or whatever. Right?
0: Yeah, the- there's that, fish heads. There's that stuff. I don't know how much they're going to actually going to do with Even that. Then, though, is that but... enough
1: for twenty four episodes? Like... Well,
0: so here's the thing. I I think if it was one season, the the, the logical midpoint then. Would be the end of August when the aquarium is supposed yeah. to close, right? Right. So they would have to have something prepared to do after that. After they inevitably, to... after well, which I'm which I'm thinking is going to be her becoming a local idol to attract attention to right. The, like uh, I, I suspect you
3: already know somebody who literally works at the tourist bureau. Right,
1: yeah, like, I, I do up. suspect that you're, you're 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 kind of on the money here, Jell. Like, because that way Fuka
0: gets to pursue her dream in conjunction right, and, with Cuckoo's dream. And, the aquarium, yes.
1: right? their, their two dreams intersect to become one. They keep holding hands, yes. right? their, their keep holding hands uh-huh, yes. and staring longingly uh-huh. into each other. It shows you to like doing in that, the that same a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
0: haven't seen that much uh, gently caressing your friend's face and Sound Euphonium. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm curious I guess because it's like, I, I think for me I, I think I'll probably watch all of it, but it's like when I initially thought this was one core, I was like, I could see myself enjoying this for what it is. It's just... Yeah, I mean... Doubling the length, I'm I very much just like... How long
0: until if this were...
3: pulls up the fiber wire to... <laughs> what, fights the vampire, the Okinawan uh, ocean oh, well, vampires? Gotta become... No, got, she's gotta become the best idol in Okinawa.
0: Oh, we're making to an odd taxi reference. Oh, yeah. uh, odd a taxi. My reference. bad. I thought you. Were,
3: I thought
1: yeah. you were getting into a uh, The Jaeger. Oh, no. Yeah. So
0: for all the all the five people out there that got that reference, um, that's... yes. But the oh, although we heard odd taxi so- uh, sold at least a thousand Blu-rays, right? Um, I mean that's that's not a, an
2: achievement to sniff at when like a complete series Blu-ray box is like four hundred dollars. Yeah, I think right it was now.
0: only like two hundred fifty bucks, which was pretty only two hundred fifty yeah, by comparison. But um. But yeah, I think we've all kind of said we would not be watching the show if it was a better season, right? So it yeah. does make me curious. Well, we'll be watching where this next where season? <laughs> where we're gonna be at the middle of the, at the end of this season, and what is next season looking like? Are we even gonna be able to finish it if there's better shows next mm, season? Right. Uh, well, and that, that will depend on, depend on. <laughs> yeah on where they where they're at by episode twelve or whatever when we hit the end of this season. Yeah. Uh, so well, we'll see. But I mean. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's a nice thing to watch when I'm sure. eating dinner on Wednesday yeah, sure, night or yeah. Thursday night or whenever it comes out. I think maybe Thursday, but no, uh,
1: it, it is an undeniably pleasant show. It's it's just also you know yeah everything we see. like like yeah. Zig <laughs> said.
0: There's nothing like inspiring or super creative about it. It's just like you know well executed. In some ways, perhaps the opposite of the next show we're about to uh, no, talk about.
2: Now you,
3: you 15 yeah. minutes talking about monkeys. Yeah, l- 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 you
0: you
2: thought we were going to have a big showdown on this, didn't
0: you, Joe? No, I th- I th- I, th- I think maybe the last uh, episode. So like we're gonna t- we're talking about Sunny Boy, and I think they, they've Nuts done the impossible. They, they've done the impossible and made a bad anime baseball
1: episode. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's a it's, it, this might be like the worst baseball episode I've
3: ever watched. I remember Ann's episode review talking about how like it will join the annals of great baseball episodes. Are you uh, fucking that's, kidding me? I mean, the... no
2: no baseball episode can be as bad as real-life baseball. So, uh. I mean, you know. I mean yeah, baseball is cricket, the
3: ultimate... Fa- if there's a cricket I mean, episode?
1: Ba- baseball is the ultimate fantasy sport, because, like, as Hidaro and BNA and Samurai Champloo show, like, baseball is, like, possibly one of the best possible sports to put in an anime, it, but... You it it explicitly, it, it, you it's explicitly have mode.
3: 30 kids with weird superpowers and not one of them uses their superpowers for the baseball.
0: I, yeah. I, okay, so, so I, so this episode was so bad, I did actually go back and watch the Doro, Doro Hedoro baseball episode. That's a good baseball episode. To cleanse my, cleanse my palate. But go Johnson, ahead. Johnson,
1: enter speed mode.
2: So I really like weird, arty shows yes. that are like super surreal and stuff. Um, I really liked the first couple of episodes of this show. I think they have perhaps lost me. Um, and and I still really want to like it, and there are still parts of it, even of this latest episode that I did like. But the thing is, I like surrealism when you know there has to be a thread, there has to be mm. something you can pull to try and unravel, you know, right. even if it's just a glimmer of a story or a plot. A moral or a motive, you know. All I need is one thing to grasp onto, and I'm not necessarily sure this show has that. You know, in a sense, I think it might be like the most art house anime I've seen in <laughs> you... forever. In the sense that it is almost a pure audio visual experience. What are you talking about,
3: Zig? And... They were pretty clear with the moral with uh, this whole baseball thing. Or...
2: Yeah, they they kind uh, of just... almost get there, right? Like there, there's some. Lip service about how you should play the game to have fun, not to win. But like, it's buried beneath so much dialogue
0: and so little actually happening. Yeah, I. That I, I almost. From a- I think. I,
1: I think. I almost up-
0: quit oh, sorry, on man. that. I almost quit on that whole like 10 minutes long of the guy describing the monkeys playing baseball okay, so, and not showing us anything yeah, so on the
1: screen the thing. like th- that really bothered me because like we we're talking about how like yeah oh, like, like, sunny boy is trying to be this like audio visual experience right but then like it literally commits one of the worst possible sins you can in a visual medium of like just having a dude narrate a separate event to the viewer and like <laughs> this is i get that years. like thematically like it's supposed to like lean into this like absurdity of like Oh yeah, just everybody on the island knows about these baseball playing monkeys that are invisible or whatever. I, I, I right? think there but, is a time
2: okay. and place when the monologue can work, but I'm not sure this was it. I just don't this... think it need to be that long, right? Yeah. If, if if the joke is
1: yeah. oh, he's like giving this really long story about this like deeply like like I was t- like, I felt like like I felt like I was in this place when I was trying to describe Getter Lore earlier in this podcast is how Baseball Guy feels in this episode trying to, <laughs> describe, trying to describe the baseball yeah. monkey Baseball you Monkey know, like yeah. history and it's and
2: like-, like I think I think that that monologue works if. Either if you have like a visual visual accompaniment, or if it's incre- like if tonally you make it increasingly clear that he's kind of going crazier and crazier as it goes right. along, right? You know, if it becomes frenzied or something like that. Like, but it's just so matter of fact, and it doesn't really go anywhere. Like, it doesn't even really work as a metaphor for anything. You right? Know.
0: Yeah, I I felt like that was so lacking in visual representation that i was actually starting to wonder if it was a production issue because impossible to say because yeah yeah, i mean we 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 can only speculate but that was a lot of the episode of the guy just talking over a still pan over background scenery like i mean episode four is a classic episode
2: to outsource and then uh, then
3: everyone says damn what a great monkey story bro
2: Yeah, and like, like even if you're gonna still
3: heartful and narratively important and morally challenging, and and the thing
2: is, the thing is, I'm frustrated because it's so silly. There's a great thing to be like the idea of these monkeys are playing baseball, and you can only see it if you use this flashlight is crazy. And like, there's a really like whether you play it for comedy or like just sheer bizarreness. There's a way to like really spin that idea, but they just kind of go nowhere with it. I
1: think I think it is a lot of that is like for like for better or worse, just the sheer lack of visual flourish to accompany what like yes, in terms of like premise and like vi- verbal description, is actually the kookiest premise we've seen so far on Sunny Boy, and. There's no flair to 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 support and, it,
2: and I think early in that episode, it is silly enough that I did get some humor out of it. You know, I I was laughing for the first seven or eight minutes because it is so insane, but then it just sort of keeps going, carries right? on, yeah, yeah.
1: So in that case, well, what do you for, guys think about the end of the episode then, where we suddenly have an implication of a new status quo?
2: I mean, it's impossible to say because. There has been so little attempt to connect. <laughs> A little the status quo to narrative. begin with, uh, like,
0: yeah. right?
1: I mean, yeah, I agree. I was just curious what you guys yeah. felt about, like uh, the. Uh... I didn't
0: <laughs> really feel much about it at all. To be You're honest very right.
3: um, big,
1: big-titted glasses, very wearing, voluptuous glasses sensei, yeah. <laughs> just walking up on the beach.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean I that's know. that's always the trick with surrealism. Is like if you go too deep there's always a chance that nothing matters and there are no consequences because everything is right. mad and I guess, insane. I guess what you know, I'm,
1: right? I'm trying to get at is, like, do you guys hope that maybe her introduction signifies, like, like an a overarching, like, overla- yeah, like, like plot well, thread that we can hold I, on to? Well, sure.
0: her... she basically says playtime's over, right, Right, right end, so that, that is the
1: implication of a changing status quo. Is there going like to be, like,
0: a more antagonistic element? Um... that doesn't really make me any more or less excited because of what we've seen so far like mm -hmm. I don't know who knows what they're actually going to do with it. I Um, think the
2: show needs to do more work before it can even have kind of a central plot you know it it needs more character and like as strange as it seems to say world building stuff before like they can actually be peril or you know an adventure because you know like I get like the decision to not really go super deep on your characters is, is a deliberate stylistic choice, you know? Right. But it does mean that again, we kind of have trouble caring too
0: much about them, you know? Yeah. I I wanted to mention kind of in that neighborhood, because we, we talked a lot about episode four of the baseball episode, Yeah. but even in the episode previous to that episode three, um, they get like
2: 75% of the way there.
0: Yeah, so they, they set up this thing with the the kids that are like freezing up and and oh, like they're trying right. to find yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and it's a
2: striking visual treatment.
0: Yeah, and and so so they so they find they eventually find them hiding behind these black curtains and they're like people who are you know, kind of lonely and isolated and everything. And they start bringing up what could be potentially a real interesting topic that you could inject into your weird surreal show
2: these people have sequestered themselves away because that's how they feel most comfortable and so rather
0: than like going anywhere with that or finding some resolution or some way to help them they just like bring in their magic superpower cartoon tools and sweep the curtains away and it's like oh problem solved we never learned, the... we never learned anything more about these people so or the, like what their yeah. emotional issues were or the, the how counter you...
2: argument to this I've heard is that like well just you know just going oh what ails you will fix that problem solved is like a bit simplistic and also it's a cliche but the thing is I think that would have been better than what we got which was nothing basically Mm -hmm. yes Um, yeah
0: like literally like there was no dialogue or anything about it after that it was just like well we're gonna sweep away the curtains all right everybody's back to normal and and again i think the visual is fairly striking and that again
2: that's what i mean when i say this thing is almost pure art house you know It, it doesn't seem to care for consequences or character it's mostly about you know audio visual presentation and mood and that's a choice certainly and i think under a lot of circumstances it's a choice i might be down with but i need something like i said i just need a bit to hang on to and so far i don't think it's given me that bit you know i think the first episode did and i think the second episode was pretty good about that as well because it was at least a story about a character um but the last two have kind of left me a bit cold i i I do kind of like the fake amazon girl
1: Oh yeah, I mean, well, she's she, one of she,
2: the only people with actual personality.
1: Yeah, she has a personality. Yeah. she actually like, she has a character to her, right? Like it's it, like, it just drives me nuts that these two girls keep hanging out with the just most. Fucking the, yeah, oh bland, god, I hate I hate, I hate this
0: guy mechanist. so much. Oh my like, god,
3: now yeah. is a is, it... is, uh, hot teacher going to uh, single oh, him mo- out as? Uh, I, I mean, I definitely. get I.
2: With Protagonist, they were clearly going for kind of like dude out of his depth, but the problem is they've just drifted straight into a guy who cares about nothing yet is right. important because he's the main character. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <sighs> You know what had a good epi- you know what had a good baseball episode that was like thematically core to the development of its character and like their internal conflict?
2: Yes, Pokemon Sun and Moon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fooly cooly, man, swing the bat now to.
0: Yes, there was a lot. Of- I I was thinking of like, Swing the bat about in this the episode. Whole time yeah, watching this. just yeah. swing and the bat already. This was like yeah. a much much worse version of that. Yeah. Um. But that, I guess that was the idea they were going for, but they don't really, again, explore any of that. It's just he b- continues to be sad sack. I mean, he swings to that, I guess, but uh, it, he misses and whatever. I, I, mean, I don't I know what that means. That, it's, just
1: like, there's no, it's just there's no, like, no flair to it, right? There's nothing interesting, yeah, about. There's nothing I, put, interesting about his failure. right? Put like,
0: it this way.
2: Um, the show is fascinating, and I will continue to watch it, but I'm not fascinated by the story. You know, I'm fascinated to see what the hell is going on in the meta sense. Right. But, like, it's... I'm not on the edge of my seat about what's happening in the show itself. That's like a, yeah. a
0: journalistic
2: interest in it you know, yeah, at this exactly. point. <laughs> you know,
1: I think, if nothing else, I'll certainly be curious to read any, like, post-mortem interviews with Shingo Natsume about this show. Like, yeah, yeah. very curious what he was thinking about when writing this.
2: For better or worse, this does seem to be like a fairly uncompromising version of an artistic vision. You know, I'm just right. not sure I'm down with the vision in question. Perhaps a little compromise was in order. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Sometimes limits force you to be more creative. Get the, uh, right?
1: get the one good get get the good space dandy writer back here. Uh, what's her name? Uh- <laughs> Kimiko Ueno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who also wrote the only good episodes of uh, BNA. Carol and Tuesday. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Remember That's... remember that one. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, I guess, wrap up with... Mm-hmm. How did this end up at the end of our list? Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S. I will give my final update on that, but... Uh, oh, is it your the... final update? No. I mean, final at the end of the episode. I'm still watching it. The... um, So, yeah, this was downright wholesome after the Miss Kobayashi Gets a Penis arc. Um... Uh So is that resolved now? Yes, that's out of the picture. Okay. So they they focus on, uh, one of the side characters named Elma, who is, like, Toru's rival character. And I don't like her, but she's probably, like, the least problematic side character out of all of the side characters. So that was fine. Uh, I do feel like they're setting her up as, uh... Okay, so, when the show does decide to get Slightly serious, they, they do pick into the like st- loneliness of the immortal character in a mortal world type of uh Oh eternity. Sure, sure, yes. That uh that neighborhood and they they kind of occasionally remind Toru that while she very much loves Kobayashi now, Kobayashi is only going to be around in her life for like the blink of an eye in her lifespan, right? So I think they are setting up this other dragon lady as her permanent uh, girlfriend after this, after sometime in the future or something, okay. which is weird. It's an interesting angle, let's put it that way. Either that or they're just, wouldn't it be, they're just, no, knowing this author, maybe it's just, you know, wouldn't it be uh, nice to have some extra queer baiting in this, mm. uh, this a series? But, um so yeah, anyway, so that was fine. I mean it was it was very, like I said, at this point, wholesome by their standards. Cause uh Elma basically conned her way into Kobayashi's workplace. Kobayashi is a programmer. Right. And since she's a since she's a dragon and way smarter than humans, she was able to figure out how to be a good programmer. Uh, of course, so, yep. so it's mostly like some workplace comedy stuff, which was fine. Uh and then um The other episode focuses on the new dragon girl, and it turns into...
3: The one who bestowed the the penis? Yes,
0: yes, but who is now living as Kobayashi and Toru's um, uh, uh, delinquent teenage daughter, basically. And um, so (laughs) complete with Toru giving her a speech of like, well, if you're not going to to school, you can't lay around here and go get a job. So she it, she gets a job and it turns into uh Kashi if you guys remember that, that anime. Okay, <laughs> wow, all right. That's a... So so she ends up uh she's like the she ends up being the magical girlfriend who walks into this uh, old candy store ah, that of uh course. with with the the kid who doesn't want to take over the candy store but is forced to work there and it turns into a like standard romantic comedy thing where, you know, she shows up. So would that be, life would that be a better show? And than, gets a job there.
3: Would that be the better show at this point? No. Okay. Did
1: she get them like crazy eyes? It's... No,
0: she doesn't have the, uh, the, the uh, the, <laughs> like super high drug, drugged out eyes uh, from Degashikashi. Kashi, Too bad. but it, it was fine other, other than if you can just not look at her character design again, <laughs> but like. Again, What's wrong with our, our character
3: design, Gel? We
0: we've already been we've already we been down that road. To, we can't litigate so,
3: this every every podcast.
0: Yeah. So anyway, it it was it was fine. I like again the best version of the show is focused on Toru and Kobayashi and their family. But if you're gonna focus on side stories, I'd rather you do this than the uh, the horny nine year old girl or ah. the uh, <sighs> the other. The 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 other big booby dragon lady and her little boy ah, literally named Shoda. Ah, that truly we with. are blessed, blessed <laughs> um, by anime. So it wasn't bad. Sure. That's the that's the. So it wasn't bad. Right. That's the that's what the, a
1: season. What a
3: what season. season.
0: And uh, what a great note to end this podcast on. Um, so that's uh, I mean that's pretty much it. At this point, I think we're... I mean, I think we're fairly locked in on all these shows, though, at this point, right? Like, I, I don't know so. if any of these... For better or for worse. For better or worse. Give
3: it another <laughs> month, and maybe the new Common Rider will appear.
0: It's about uh, when dinosaurs. It, when is that due? Uh, and this beginning, middle of September. Okay, yeah. so we got a couple weeks. There's still... So, well, i i know we have the the you know, war, uh i'm going to say oh, pr- the pirate, pirate princess yeah there's that <laughs> coming out uh yeah, but i think that. by the time the next episode comes out that'll be out and i feel like there was one other show oh, that uh, we probably
2: can't bad, remember now incidentally i did mean to mention uh i did watch the first episode of the uh goddess's dormitory show and I didn't write a first look for it because it would either require putting in way too much effort for a bad joke or just putting in no effort at all and I figured neither of those were preferable. <laughs> that, 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 it, was, it,
0: uh, that was the one with the little boy who gets the...
3: Is that the who... thing? It's the... No,
0: that's the The, no, the, pe- no, the pedophile one, right? God, ped- one. Pedophile yeah, no, one, right? Yeah, You're going to have right. to be
2: way more specific, but yes. Yes, yeah,
0: yes. Um, yeah, it's awful. Who could have guessed? Um... I, I think there was also the first episode of the the Magia record came out since our last episode. Yeah, so there's been uh, things, but that's like season two of that show, which I don't really care about.
2: I mean, there was an astonishing animation
0: cut that was. Yes, making there the was rounds, one really cool looking sequence, but I'm I'm on the record as saying let Monica rest. Uh, that that story's over. I
2: I mean, as somebody who has not seen. The sequel movie or any of the media they have put out since that TV show ended. I'm with you.
0: Yeah, I mean this is season two of the anime based on the Gotcha Game. Oh, We're into no. deep at this point. Um, Synergy. So, but it did have a cool, nicely animated fight scene. Yeah. we'll give I love that.
1: I love that after Urobuchi created Madoka, he was just like, "All right, I'm gonna go make guys in rubber suits fight each other," and then after that. Puppets. <laughs> he like
2: he started with the darkest and edgiest thing you could possibly do, and has gradually been getting less dark and edgy all across his career until ritual puppets. So,
1: I mean, yeah. those puppets fuck fuck people up. I mean, you know, let's not yeah, let's but they puppets. <laughs> cut people's yeah, heads you, off. They, they,
0: they, there's a threshold of how serious you can take. Uh, I don't know. Puff, they yeah. cut
1: they cut that puppet's head off.
0: <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> point. No, no, no. My point was there's still there is mm-hmm. there still have been things trickling out. Yeah. Um. But nothing good. I. You know. Maybe the 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 Fina Pirate Princess thing might be okay. I. I'll. Tr- I'm gonna try to watch that actually on Toonami when that comes oh, out. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a. That's a Crunchyroll original, right? I kind of. It's weird because yes, it like is. they're also. It is part they're of also. Their, their their label for mm, that. It. But it is um. It's production IG doing the actual, like... Oh, okay. Work. It is, it so is
3: it, an anime studio doing like anime. It's, like, a legit
0: anime. This isn't going to be, like, yeah. that... Uh, what was that awful CG thing that happened? Uh, X-Arm. like, really... Yes, X-Arm. This is not going to be an X-Arm situation. This is a legitimate anime. That they're... I. It, just, it feels like they're... Obviously, if they're putting it on Toonami, like, debuting it on Toonami, then there's, they're pushing for, you know, Western audience. But... It looks sure. all right. I mean, just
3: by looking the, at it, that's... Obviously, you go put it for a Western audience. Just the subject material, I mean, like.
2: whatever. Like I'm, I'm of the opinion that like there is plenty of room in the space between quote unquote oh, Western I'm not cartoons not and anime. I'm not saying so. that is
3: yeah. that is necessarily a bad thing. Just
0: yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but that is the approach they seem to be taking. Yeah. So right. it looks all right. So will the trailers look okay. So we'll yeah. maybe we'll check it out. All right. So that's gonna do it. Uh, our regular housekeeping. Check us out at the Follow us on Twitter, I, I Twitter was blog.
2: going to write about Sunny Boy, but I decided that they're <laughs> not, lo-
0: not looking good. On, uh, <laughs> it would just be very difficult to write anything about that show, you know, one way or another. Yeah. It'd be like, And then he talked about monkeys for 10 minutes and yeah. nothing happened on screen. Uh, exactly. Yeah. All right. So, yep. Check us out at Follow us on Twitter at thegloryoblog.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Stitcher. You can also check us out on YouTube where we post the podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Ring that notification bell. You know, tell us that we're wrong about these shows or whatever. You know you know how it works. And, uh, you know, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. And we'll catch everybody next time.